Don't you just hate it when someone says, I don't mean to burst your bubble, but, and then fill in the blank. However they complete that statement is going to make you think about something differently, something that you may not be seeing clearly. But don't worry, I'm not going to say that to you today. I don't even know what bubble you might need to burst. But I do suggest you consider bursting your own bubble when you need to. I'll explain. Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the last couple of episodes. Last week, I talked about growing yourself as a leader the right way. And that's W-R-I-T-E, the right way, encouraging you to get a few thoughts down on paper more regularly. It's a great way to gain better clarity and self-awareness. And then the episode before that was uh, the topic of eliminating tolerations, those little annoyances, or sometimes they're the big annoyances that you need to address. And if you did listen to that one, I hope you're continuing to work on your tolerations list. You know, we all have long lists of things that we're tolerating. I'm still chipping away at my list. But today I'm talking about bursting your bubble. Bursting your bubble means to shatter someone's illusions In some cases, it can destroy their sense of security or comfort or or just gives them a dose of reality that contradicts their beliefs or expectations or the way that they see things. You know, it, it often involves revealing harsh truths or facts that challenge someone's overly optimistic or unrealistic views of a situation. Um, essentially, it's a way of kind of bringing someone back to reality and making them aware of the negative aspects of a situation that they may have been ignoring or downplaying. So as you listen today, I want you to think about your own bubble or bubbles, you may not even know what they are. And I'll speak to that. How can you burst your own bubbles when you need to? And that means the ideas or stories that you may be clinging to that might need to be challenged. I'll share why it's important to do that and ideas for helping you do it. Of course, if you know my work, you know I love helping clients think about ideal scenarios and love to help them build optimism to imagine what they really want to explore new ideas for them to consider. Many times it helps them see new possibilities and step into a new vision that's much bigger than they could have imagined. It's energizing. It gets great results. But there are times when you also have to see the reality of the situation, the truth, and you get to decide what that is for you. I believe we each create our own reality and view life through our own lens. So just because you see something one way doesn't mean someone else will. Someone might see something as a huge failure, whereas I might see it as a blessing or something that's needed to help create a shift and move in a better direction. Bubbles burst all the time. A bubble might be what you thought could be possible is now not going to happen. Or who you thought you knew is actually someone different, or at least the idea that you had about that person is very different. Or the situation that you think you see clearly is not what it seems. I think there are personal bubbles and collective bubbles, meaning, you know, sometimes there's groupthink or shared view of something that needs to change. 
You know, specific examples include, say, unrealistic sales projections, where you've got a sales team that may have overly optimistic projections for a new product launch. And the the manager, you know, bursts their bubble by presenting market research data that shows a much smaller potential customer base than they had anticipated. Or, you know, they're challenging the revenue expectations. Um, Another example that's quite common is salary negotiations where an employee believes that they deserve a significant salary increase. You know, they've been through the annual review, they've gotten great reviews. But the manager bursts the bubble by explaining the company's financial constraints and the need for cost control. So, you know, getting that large raise is not possible. Another typical example are project timeline expectations, where you have a project team that's enthusiastic about completing a complex project in a a tight timeline. But as the project is going along, there are unforeseen challenges that arise. Project manager has to burst their bubble by extending the timeline or explaining that there will be delays. And then another common example in the startup world are startup funding realities where entrepreneurs seeking venture capital funding may have high hopes for their startup's valuation. But when they make their pitch to investors, they might have their bubble burst when they get a lower valuation than they expected uh, because of concerns about maybe market competition or business scalability. So I'm sure you can come up with your own scenarios. In each of these scenarios, someone's expectations or beliefs are challenged by the, the facts or the circumstances that are less favorable or optimistic than they had initially thought. There's some bubbles that have been building for a long time. You know, one bubble that many have been operating under was the idea that, you know, you graduate college and then you work for the same company for 20, 30 years and then retire. The whole idea of work is a bubble that's been exploded. Work is so different now. Work, you know, for young people, think about people who have just graduated, they're starting their first job, and they, they're excited about being part of an organization where they want to grow and thrive. And then once they get into their, their job, they see within about a year or two, typically, that it's not what they had thought, and they want out or something different. So all kinds of examples. Um, if you listen to my episode, uh, goodness, now I think it's a few months ago with Nadia Jackson-Bayeva, she helps create a wake-up call for leaders and organizations to see the reality of change and how it impacts organizations so that they can thrive in chaos. I use a diagnostic tool with some of my clients to help them see where their focus is. It was a tool created by Nadia, and it helps organizations see where their attention and energy is going? Are they in firefighting mode? Are they reinventing, looking more toward the future? Are they in blind idealism, kind of disconnected from the reality? Or are they in Titanic syndrome, where they feel like they're too big to fail, or they're ignoring the signs? There's so many organizations in Titanic syndrome now who don't even know it, or want to admit it. And I'm happy to share more about what I'm doing in that area to help organizations understand the truth, uh, you know, the reality about change and how they need to anticipate design and implement change to get to, to where they're trying to go. Just reach out to me if you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing in that area. Now, how people view reality is all relative. We can all see the same thing and view it very differently. I forget where I've heard this example. You've probably heard it too. But you know, if you see a car going very slowly in front of you, unusually slow, what do you assume? 
Is it an older driver who's being very cautious? That idea comes to me because I picture my mom doing something like that, although she's not driving anymore, thankfully. Or do you think it's someone who's having a medical problem? Or maybe someone who's intoxicated? Or maybe someone is running out of gas? You know, we're very quick to jump to conclusions about why we think people act in the way that they do. We can't help it. So check your assumptions and make sure you understand the truth, what's really going on. So you may might be wondering, how do you do it? Burst your own bubble. I think one of the best ways to burst your own bubble is to pay attention to the little signs when something seems off. I know I've missed the signs many times. That's why I like talking about it now. It's paying attention to how you feel, even if you don't know exactly what's going on. It's using your intuition. In many cases, I've had a gut feeling, but I've dismissed it. Sometimes we can't use our intellect to uncover what we need to. It's like you're developing another sense that you probably don't use as much. Even if people are saying what you want to hear, which is often the case because you're the boss, you've got to be able to tune in to what they are really feeling. And if you're having trouble identifying your bubble that might need to burst, start by looking at things that you think are going really well or that you expect to see going very well. So you might want to check in more regularly with people or uh, on projects that are extremely important to you that seem to be going well. You know, one of the common things that leaders do is they spend so much time on the, the quote, problem people in the organization. Meanwhile, the top performers are possibly feeling neglected, or they're burning out or moving on. That's when the bubble bursts. Try to get ahead of it if you can. So what do you do when someone else bursts your bubble? That's when it can be a bit more painful. You know, responding constructively when someone bursts your bubble is essential for your own growth. And here are seven possible ways I encourage you to respond. One is to stay calm and listen, you know, check your emotions. Of course, you might feel disappointed or even defensive when your expectations are challenged, but try to just stay calm and composed and listen for the feedback without having an an immediate emotional reaction. Number two is to ask questions, you know, get the clarification that you need, try to understand the reasons behind the information or the feedback. And this can help you get a deeper understanding of the situation and the perspective of the person that's bursting your bubble. Number three is to reflect on that feedback. Take some time. Like I said before, you don't want to act in the moment. Consider whether what you're hearing has merit and whether there are opportunities for improvements or making some adjustments in your thinking or in your planning. Be willing to adjust. Number four, very important, is to seek support or advice. You might want to discuss what you're hearing or what you've learned with a trusted friend or a colleague or a mentor. They can provide insight that you might be missing. They have alternative perspectives. They might be able to give you some advice on how to move forward. Number five, and and this can be hard to do, but maintain a positive attitude. Remember that setbacks and challenges are just a natural part of life. Uh, When you can maintain a positive attitude in the midst of something that feels difficult, that's your opportunity for learning and growth. As a leader, you want to try to stay positive to keep other people motivated too. Um, At the same time, if you know the truth and you're not speaking it, I think that can even be more damaging. Be careful that you're not trying to spin a message because people will see through it. Number six is to take action. You know, based on the time that you've taken to reflect and talk to whoever you need to, decide what you can do. And this might involve revising some goals 
or adjusting your approach or finding some other resources. And be sure to tell your team what you're doing. Everyone likes to see uh, or know what action will uh, be taking place as a result of, of this bubble that's burst, if it affects just you or the whole team or the organization. And number seven, this is optional. You might even thank the person, the bubble burster, <laughs> you know, express gratitude to the person who burst your bubble for their honesty and feedback, because sometimes it's hard for them to even share that. Um, constructive criticism is so valuable. Um, and, at, you know, even if it's difficult to accept Whatever you do, keep moving forward, use the feedback and the new information as a catalyst to keep you moving, keep progressing. Um, You might have a renewed sense of purpose now that the perspective is more realistic. Remember that setbacks are just a part of life and how you choose to respond to them makes a significant difference in your leadership growth and your potential impact. So the bottom line, I think you need to strike the right balance between being visionary and optimistic and idealistic while being tuned in to what's actually happening in the moment. Make sure you see the truth or the reality, as some may call it. You need to have uh, your, your view of both and discern when it's appropriate to be more idealistic and optimistic versus realistic. And it may go without saying, but if you are the person who has to burst someone else's bubble, be gentle. Use empathy to deliver the message in just the right way. Now, this may sound surprising. Despite the risk of having your bubbles burst, I encourage you to keep making them. I don't think they're all bad. Keep anticipating things that will go well. Have positive belief and expectation. Build your resilience. Choose to see the good. Get excited about something. It beats being in a state of fear or negativity any day. I guess my final question to think about should be, what bubble do you need to create or burst? Thanks for listening. And I hope you'll share this with someone else who might benefit by hearing uh, about a bubble that they might need to burst. (laughs) Feel free to share it. And in the meantime, I hope you have a great rest of the week creating bubbles or bursting bubbles that you need to and doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.